back to Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill, where we're going to go back to the past and read some old DC comics. Today we've got Booster Gold number one, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Dan Jurgens, Mike DiCarlo, Tom Zuko. On sale date was December 4th, 1985. Welcome, citizens of Metropolis, to your newest protector, Booster Gold. Part superhero and part deal-making yuppie, Booster takes to the streets and thwarts evil with his oddly prescient robot companion, Skeets, provided there are news cameras rolling. His medal is tested by a reject from the Muscle Figurines line, Blackguard, whose boasts are matched only by his mighty ponytail, and Booster beats him boldly. Yet the golden-haired Gladhander is an enigma. Who is he? Where is he from? And how did he come into possession of a Legion of Superheroes flight ring? Since this series is 30 years old, we can fare well answer these questions now yeah we uh we can start here with the uh cover yeah of uh, booster gold number one which always struck me as being a little bit less iconic than it should be probably for uh, a number one issue definitely yeah it's just uh, him fighting blackguard it looks like he's looks like he's standing on his legs <laughs> um i mean almost with like an athletic prowess too you know he really is true. Just, just perched on his thighs and calf like he, like he's gonna spring off. I mean, to be honest, yeah. what's weird is they had the line is so heavy around them. They almost look like they're like color forms. You know, remember those old stickers? Like they were just stuck on yeah. there. Yeah, they do. They actually do. <laughs> it doesn't look like a Dan Jurgens uh, drawing, but I don't know. Maybe that's his cover. Could be. Yeah, and I I do like that there is a crowd in the background, which kind of plays off uh, Booster doing things for the views. Mm. And uh, but. Otherwise, I, I would have... Uh, yeah, it seemed like the books around then, the number one issues were not as iconic as they should be. I, I, I always think of that, uh, the first issue of Superman, the yellow one. Yeah. it's just It just doesn't look like a first issue, and this one doesn't look like a first issue either. No, it's, you know, they, I don't think they had gotten the formula down pat yet at that time. Yeah, and, you know, this is back when they didn't just re- redo number ones every couple of years, so exactly. this is the one you were stuck with. That's right. You know, <laughs> they didn't get a second chance to make a first impression yeah. back then. But uh, we go on the inside here, and uh, we don't meet Booster first. We meet a fellow named Skip Andrews, and he is the, uh, he's a editor for, what is it, Blaze Comics, right? Blaze Comics, yep. Yeah, and uh, they're behind schedule. They don't have anything to print. Uh, the comics industry is, is hurting, and uh, they're looking for something to publish. Yeah. Uh, one of his uh, assistants, employees, friends, whoever, comes in and drops the uh, the latest Daily Planet on his lap, and uh, on the cover is Booster Gold, who might just give them the boost that they're looking for. Mm, he even says, hey, you know, it's not a bad idea. I also <laughs> like this guy, and this was, you know, it's very in keeping with the style, but he clearly is wearing Jerry Curl. I mean, and he is a white guy. He is, he and, is. He's... And, and he's got, like, sort of just a very super tight, curly haircut. The, the 80s were a good time for curly-haired men, right? The it's late one of the 70s. few times. Yeah, one of the few times in history that a man like Elliot Gould could be considered a sex symbol, or even Billy Crystal. I mean, come on. And, and Richard Simmons. I, oh, well, <laughs> still a sex symbol to some, Chris. Still a sex symbol to some. <laughs> Mia culpa. <laughs> well, oh, as we go, as we go a little bit deeper here, we finally do, be, do meet Booster Gold, who's uh, he's in the middle of a jog around the uh, the local athletic club, yeah, Metropolis Athletic Club. He's running alongside a uh, a film uh, producer, glad handy fellow uh, named Conrad. And uh, they're going back and forth over the rights to the Booster Gold film. And uh, Booster wants an exorbitant rate, and he also wants to star. He wants points. He wants back end. He wants everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he gets you know, it. Uh, 
he, he, he does get it. He does get it because he tells Conrad, you know, my way or the highway, and boom, there you go. He says it's going to be, the movie's going to be bigger than Gremlins, Goonies, and Gone with the Wind. Ooh, that comedy. Well, two that... out of three, ain't there? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the Gremlins and Goonies, what is that? Gremlins is 83, Goonies is like 84, so I mean, these were. Yeah. They were right, right in that time. Uh, and he also comes up with the name for the inevitable sequel, uh, Booster Gold, The Legend Lives On. Yes. The never-ending journey. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he uh, he gets the deal here. He cuts the deal for $5 million per movie, points, 10% merchandising, and the starring role. See here, he uh, they venture over to the uh, the the country club's juice bar, mm. and you know Booster's in his familiar outfit, but there is one glaring difference from what we're used to. Yeah, and that is a long flowing golden cape. It almost, it almost looks like you know he, he took it off Doctor Fate or something, right? Because it, it's, <laughs> it, it's even a different color. <laughs> it is. It's like it's like a darker gold. You know, yeah. it's like where the hell's my cape, Doctor Fate's like, what happened? I need that. <laughs> yeah, they, they head up to the bar, and it seems like everybody knows Booster. He's a he's a fairly famous trap around town, and uh, you know we got a guy giving him a stock tip on like, Chemtech. Yeah, like well, who is that guy? I, you know, I think that guy is supposed to be uh, someone famous from the time. Doesn't his face look like super specific? Is I that, could be wrong. Yeah, it's like. But he almost looks familiar to me, but who knows, you know? Maybe it's, like, it's Alan Greenspan. Possibly, you know? This would have been <laughs> before the, he controlled the Fed, too, you know? Yeah, it's, that's the face that, that's jumping out at me. That explains um, why he's, you know, got all this power. He got that booster future tech, you know? This is true. This is true. Because, uh, you know, uh, they, they want to give him this stock tip on Chemtech, and Booster says, nah, they'll be out of business in a year. Hmm. And we don't know how or why he knows that. How could he possibly? Maybe one of his powers is that he can see the future. Possibly. Or maybe we he's don't just very good at, at gambling. Yeah, he might. He might. Uh, he might just be a, a stock market uh, wunderkind. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we do meet a, uh, a senator. We don't know what state he represents. No, but, uh, or what his name is. Just a <laughs> yes, senator. Yes, a senator. And he calls him. He calls him Buster. And Booster. Uh, he fixes him up. His name is Booster, not Buster. But but he no does, hard feelings. He does buy the senator yeah. a juice. He does, and it's it's a, it's not just a juice. It's a boosterific juice. <laughs> I love that panel. Oh my he's, god! It's like, thanks for the drink, Jan. As usual, it's boosterific. Yeah. The girl's like, oh, Polly, just give yeah. me a break. That means you put That's a lot of put a lot of benzedrine in it. That's what he means. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as Booster uh, walks away from the bar, the the girl behind the counter hands uh, the glass that Booster drank from to a shady man in a shady outfit, and. Uh, he, she is thanked for her hard work, and uh, she did a good job for this fellow. Well, now, in modern times, we would assume that this guy was going to take lip prints and get DNA. Yeah. Obviously, that couldn't happen at the time because this is 1986. But also, he drank the whole thing out of a straw. And that's what yeah. I love. He was a man unafraid to use a straw. <laughs> and I, I do like that, uh, you know, as Boost is approaching the juice bar, he's got gloves on. Yeah. But when he's drinking the drink, his gloves are off. He likes to feel the coldness he, of the, the glass. The tactile. <laughs> <laughs> it just adds to the experience. And, and, then, and then, you know, in two panels later, the gloves are back on. So They're back know, on. That's, uh, and I didn't, they don't even look like they could detach. Only whilst I drink or eat. That's the rules, folks. I take the gloves off. Otherwise, you know, sleeping, showering, they stay on. They stay on. Uh, anyway, Booster he leaves the club, goes, hops into his uh, well-appointed limo, where waiting for him is a floating robot named Skeets. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Skeets lecture, lectures him on familiarizing himself with the language and cultures there. And Booster does keep making little mistakes uh, with the language. Could he be a foreigner? Mm, possibly. Maybe, maybe he hmm. should be reading him in an accent, you know. Maybe he should be more like, shut up, I turn you into toaster. You quiet <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. is my friend. Now they are so happy. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, what's this deal? We don't know what the story is with well, this was, robot. Was Yakov Smirnov big around then? But yeah, he was actually. He was huge. Maybe, maybe he just loves his country. In Russia, <laughs> the robot it, it don't talk to you. You know, you talk country. to robot. You talk. You are robot. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, so he's, he's in his limo. He gives his agent a call. Uh, Dirk mm-hmm. Davis, a great agent name. Uh, Dirk, Dirk Davis is doing that work for him at Gold Star Industries. That's uh, Booster's company, and. Uh, He's got him a serial commercial and an appearance on the Love Cruise. Do you remember? Do you remember watching the Love Cruise, Chris? Oh, that remember was a that great show? show. Yeah, that was, that was a good with, show. Uh, that was with Groundhog and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Captain Ruben, I believe. Yes, and uh, and 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 Chiro would uh, show up every so often. She'd say "choochie, choochie, choochie." <laughs> The Love Cruise. No, yeah, it had to have a different song. Fantastic and no. So anyway, things are things are looking up for uh, Booster, but he still wants... He wants more. He wants something very special, and he wants to join the Justice League of America. He keeps pestering the secretary, uh, whose name I don't have to hand. Uh, has the JLA returned his calls, or has she contacted the JLA? She says... Well, her, her name is Trixie, but uh, we can call her Sweets. Oh, we get Toots, I think, also, right? Toots, Toots, yeah. gets through there. They, they, they're very <laughs> pretty derogatory towards her. They're very progressive at all. Uh, we'll start. As, as she points out, though, you can't just you look up JLA in the phone book, you know? You can sort of have to know how to contact them. Who knows if they even have a phone? I mean, this is... How this is before work? Maxwell Lord took over and kind of commercialized it. But yeah, you know, then then you could probably find them on a billboard, you know, whatever. Yeah. Look at their TV commercial. But yeah, this is this is they were a lot more secretive. So he uh, he's not going to get in JLA right now. But then something uh, happens: a armored truck sideswipes his limo and uh, mm-hmm. sends them careening. And of course, this is time for Booster to go into action. Not to mention, there's lots of people watching and. Uh, you know, he's sure the news cameras are on their way, which is his whole thing. So he first shoots the armored car with a booster blast. Mm-hmm. And uh, this sort of heats it up and... Oh, no, it sends it flying. I'm sorry. That's what that's what messed it up. It, it, it pushed the vehicle out of control. Out of the way, yeah. So you have a couple of people, the uh, mom and her son. The mom says, Superman. And the kid actually says, no, mom, even better, that booster gold guy. Yes. So he is... Uh, connecting with the kids out of this van come a bunch of pretty ugly suited uh, minions. They're in a kind of a green skull cap. It's really yeah, I think they're called the Hundred, and I think later on they're called the Thousand. Oh yeah, because they return. <laughs> oh, these guys come back later. I, I haven't. Yes. I haven't done any more rereading than the uh, first <laughs> issue, but uh, they're not really floating my boat. Just to look at them right here. They're sort of uh, you know, easy to forget. Yeah, as yeah, far just, as as far uh, as character design, they're they're cannon fodder. Yeah, uh, they're just some jabronis. They fire at uh, Booster Gold. Doesn't have a lot of effect on him. He can also deflect. So he's got a booster pulse. He can fly. He can mm-hmm. deflect blasts. At least some sort of whatever blasts these are coming from the guns. So Booster is uh, kicking butt. He's punching him around. He's uh, whisking. Seems to have some sort of a. 
I don't know if we'd say super speed, but he's definitely quick on his feet, you know. Sure. Uh, his little robot Skeets is in on the action, zapping him up. Uh, things are really going Booster's way, and then there's, then. there's a turn. Blackguard shows up. He's uh, the, the muscle action figure. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I hadn't thought of that, and when you mentioned it, it's like, oh, God, yeah. That's exa- <laughs> I mean, I, I could see it's it's possible Dan Jurgens had to do a bunch of designs, and this was a rejected one. I mean, this is totally <laughs> right be. out of there. I'm pretty sure that uh, that uh, Blackguard emerged shoulder pads first also. They, he, that's he the would, first thing he would see. have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the 80s were a time of shoulder pads, but this takes the cake right here. Yeah, he's he's got the whole decades worth on his, <laughs> on, his, on his torso there, and uh, Boost is uh, you know his athletic prowess uh, proves to be a little futile uh, compared to old Blackguard here. Blackguard is just he just towers over him. Yeah, and uh, you know he's yanking he's yanking crud out of the ground. He's yanking signs posts, and he's just he's just beating Booster down. Well, you know one thing I like here is that uh, the scene on the cover actually takes place in the comic. Right there, yeah, he's exactly. holding the uh, the street sign. Yeah, so that very thing happened. So, you, so you cannot say you were ripped off. Yes, if you bought it, say that what was advertised on the cover is in the interior. You gotta wonder, maybe that was a maybe that was a panel that they blew up. In That's the... not impossible. <laughs> that is, this is not also impossible. True. <laughs> we uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break from the the Blackguard battle to revisit our uh, our shady fellow who took the glass. Mm-hmm. And he drops it off at a... We find out his name is Myron, first of all. Okay. And uh, he appears to be giving... He appears to be delivering this glass to Mr. Peanut. That's right. Who's <laughs> right. leading jauntily on his cane. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see any glimmer from his monocle, but I'm just assuming he has it must one. be. Well, he, he, he wouldn't is. wear his top hat indoors, so they, it makes perfect sense. That's bad luck and bad form. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a very brief scene. It just establishes that they want to find out. They're trying to get to the bottom of who, just who this Booster Gold is, and they're going to use the uh, fingerprints to try to track him. And luckily, he wasn't wearing his gloves when he drank. Yeah. Do you, do you think that uh, the colorist or Jurgens had to go in and fix that at some point? He was like, oh, you shit. You know, it's, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking that because I, I thought I was going to catch him with a little note prize here saying, hey, he had his gloves on. But then I was like, wow, he, wait, he didn't have his gloves yeah. on. He pulled them off just to drink. Bless his just heart. Just to drink. Yeah, maybe it's a uh, it's just a culture in the uh, in Mepos where he comes from. <laughs> That's right. You know, you never drink with your gloves on. Yeah, you know, after you heard the sheep, you take your gloves off and you go drink. Um, yeah, the black guard is uh, he, he's they, this battle is raging on the streets of Metropolis, which uh, draws the attention of the uh, local news, which is WGBS. That's right. And uh, this is. This is pre-crisis, so this is uh, Jimmy Olsen is the uh, is a television reporter, you know, much like you know Clark Kent and uh, was it Lana Lang was one too. She was on there too, yeah. And, the and, Lo- and Lois worked for them. I mean, basically, you know, in the late seventies, WGBS took the place of Daily, of the Daily Planet, Planet for a time. Although at this time, Daily Planet was back. Yeah, they were both out of the Galaxy Building, I believe. Right. So yes, yeah, I think that is correct. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the battle rages on, and it looks like all is lost when uh, when Blackguard hits Booster with a uh, some sort of a like a energy ball and chain. He seems to get almost like a Green Lantern energy here. Like what, it looks like it, it but it, it looks I, like it's it. not. You know, it's something no. else. No, he's not wearing the ring. But uh, Booster, uh, he begins showboating again. He flies right past him. <laughs> yep. As if he was luring him somewhere. I know. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like maybe one person is like, what's going on? But, you know, right away, Jimmy's like, 
Booster's obviously leading Blackguard away from the onlookers in order to save their lives. He may also have something else up his sleeve. This reporter has seen enough superhero battles to recognize a ploy when he sees one, and so has the reader of this comic, I have a feeling. Yes, and, and we, all, we all know that Jimmy is... Uh He's he's a master of perception. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's been working next to a man with glasses for the past seventy five years. Yeah, it? without knowing without knowing he's Superman <laughs> on the ball. He is. He is. He's a great guy. And uh, let's see. A booster was in fact luring him away, not only from the people, but over to a uh, like a power box, a like a. What is it here? Like what? a high voltage power Who knows? box. It's, it's just a box in the street that says "danger, <laughs> high voltage." I mean, the thing is, uh, you know, there was a fifty-fifty chance this was just like the entrance to a CIA laboratory. <laughs> you know, he could, he, Booster could have really fucked this up right here. He's, he's lucky it was national actually, secrets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you go in there, you see that they're fucking cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> no more Booster Gold, buddy. Let me tell you, they will disappear no. you quickly. So, uh, but no, it was <laughs> it was in fact an electrical box, some sort of a, probably the fuse box for the yeah. uh, you know for the neighborhood. Who the hell yeah. knows? <laughs> 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 but, either way, Black God smashes it and winds up electrocuted and probably t- taking the power off of half the city. But uh, he's out. The day is saved. He's down, and uh, Booster is victorious. Booster triumphant. But who is he still? We're very curious about who this guy is uh you know on the next page we go back to his uh agent dirk davis who's still cutting deals and uh you know being pretty cutthroat about it definitely playing his client up but it's still such a mystery he has such weird uh colloquialisms you know like mm-hmm. uh, tear these guys lung from lung he says at one point yeah. or uh shake a leg and it's and he actually ones. shakes a leg and he actually he doesn't <laughs> know what that means he actually shakes his leg he plays the hokey pokey um as we go along, we uh, we uh, see people are suspicious of Booster. There's a whole scene with a cat that sort of seems tacked on, frankly. But, uh, you know, I will say that Trixie does stand up for herself, and that is definitely some late 80s feminism for you. She stands up for herself in sort of the, uh, you know, working girl 9 to 5 way, like, you can't talk to me that way, instead of, you know, getting a lawyer. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> which is what would happen these days. Uh, and if you notice... She's she's pretty well equipped in the uh, shoulder pad department. Oh yeah, well yeah, well you know her shoulder pad. She's obviously not blackguard level shoulder pad, but yeah, not yet. She's, she's maybe after her this way altercation. Uh, then we also you know we get another call in from Booster who asks again if uh, Trixie has gotten through to the JLA. She hasn't gotten through it. She's been busy getting sexually harassed by her uh, superiors, mm-hmm. um, and that's when we learn that Booster also has a legion of superheroes flight ring. Yeah, uh, where could he have gotten that? Could he be a legionnaire? What is the story? Maybe he's Booster Boy. But maybe he could be. He could be Blonde Boy. <laughs> yes, Blonde he's, Boy the Yuppie. <laughs> he's Matter Eater Booster. So uh, uh, this all ends with uh, Booster seems to have saved the day, but then some lady in a blue and purple outfit blasts him and leaves him unconscious, and that's kind of where we leave it at the end. Yeah, that's our cliffhanger. It's yeah. A, yeah, that I, I don't I don't even remember who she was, but yes. <laughs> no, she, she doesn't do anything. It says at the bottom of the return of an old DC hero. I'd have to read, you know, I, I, at one time I did read much of this run. I don't know if I read a ton of it, but I definitely read, I'd say, a, I, at least a half a dozen issues. 
I got the uh, the showcase presents volume of it. It's all it's all twenty five issues of it plus uh, an issue of Action Comics. Oh, that's cool. that that was really cool. That was really cool. And you get to see Jan, Dan Jurgen's lines without all those ugly colors. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so you'd never know if he had his uh, gloves on or not. Exactly. You know what? That's exactly right. That's why you were curious about that. You're like, wait a second, you know? Or maybe maybe you thought he never wore gloves. He was sort of yes. a bare-fisted hero in the, in the golden age tradition. Uh, so, you know, we can tell people now. I don't think it's a big secret. Booster Gold is from the future. Uh, uh, he's from the, I believe he's from like the 30th 25th. century. Oh, the 25th century, right? And uh, well, Maybe you're right. I don't remember. I, yeah. They're one of those. He's from he, the far. He, he's from he, the far flung future. He essentially ripped off this technology to come back to our time and do what he's doing, be a hero for profit. And uh, you know, throughout the series, uh, the booster does kind of. He's less of an asshole as it goes along. He turns. He gets redeemed. Like, yeah, yeah, a little bit of redemption, but he always is very arrogant, egotistical, and that's sort of sure. his, his mojo. Uh, it's a very '86 comic. I mean, Booster is essentially a go-go yuppie. You know what I mean? Like he's a. Uh, his, you know, cutthroat agent and, you know what I mean, his, like, uh, you know, totally surface feelings, you know, he's not a very deep kind of guy, and I, I think no. that this definitely speaks, he's, speaks he's to He's also almost like, he's almost aloof to the reader. Yeah. He's, uh, like, he's not paying attention to the reader, like like you would expect from, a, like, a lead. <laughs> you know, yeah. a comic book lead would be more, uh, more in tune with their readership, and he is, uh, it's all about him. I mean, What's weird Very is brave. you really do get the the uh, feeling that he's thinking about his endorsements and shit. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, which is yeah. he's not. He's just a, he's just a fictional character. But you, even, <laughs> even while you're reading the comic, you're like, he's not even invested in this in this no. story. He's he's thinking about his movie right now. You yep, know, and everything's <laughs> a everything's a means to an end. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because I mean we don't get new characters anymore. No. Everything we get now is a derivative or a reimagining, and uh, this is uh, right on the cusp of the end of crisis. So I mean, there were big changes going on to begin with, and uh, to get a hero that is almost antagonistic toward his readership is uh, was brave and and just just a very uh, interesting way to uh, to approach a new hero. It, it it was, and it was. It's to Dan Jurgen's credit that he became and has and has remained some of. Some people's favorite characters. I like them now. You know, when I first read it, I was like, well, "This guy's an asshole." <laughs> then you read it, you realize that you know there's some humanity there, and he definitely is. Uh, yeah, you find heroism. out why. Yeah, you find out why he acts that way. I mean, he was a he was a football player in the future who uh, who got caught betting, I believe. Yeah, and he got kicked off the team, and he wound up. Uh, you know, his whole life fell apart. He was a janitor for uh, a museum, and that, that's how he got the stuff. Yeah, that's how he got his gear. But, and uh, uh, I don't know how he got back to the past, though. Did, was that was that was one of Rip Rip Hunter's time spheres or something, right? Yeah, I, b- I believe that. That sounds right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess I, maybe I should read. Yeah, he didn't borrow our cosmic treadmill, did he? No, no, he uh, it, we, he wouldn't have had it then. By then, they already no. had the beautiful time sphere. You know, the, <laughs> there's always some way. You know, there's always some way to go back in time in comics. Certainly. It's not. You know, there could have been a freak storm. You know, yep. it could have fell into a wormhole. It could have been a lot of ways. Uh, you want to read this? Uh, Think from the letters page that, that you Oh, have. yeah. This is uh, really gets us into the uh, you know the gestalt of when this is written here. Uh, the uh, what's his face here? This is, I should say, what's her face here? This is a uh, Janice. Let me see. Janice Race, who's the editor here, yeah. wrote a piece to close out the issue, and uh, pretty much discusses how uh, 
you know, how this character came into being. And she talks about reading Dan's notes. And she says here, uh, and I quote, the first page, which began by listing the name, names of Olympic gold medal winners who had subsequently lent their names to a variety of products from breakfast cereals to shampoos. To be sure, Dorothy Hamill, Bruce, Bruce Jenner, Mark Spitz, and Peggy Fleming were American heroes of the time. Also, to be sure, these people used their fame they garnered as a result of their athletic ability to ensure a degree of financial success by participating in highly lucrative commercial deals. Oh, yes, that Janice race writing just rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> so, uh, but I think that's interesting. You know, he's acknowledging that you can be a hero and you can, you know... Profit. Profit, you know, make a living or profit off of it also. That, you know, doesn't mean that you're a bad person. I think that's what... The thing about Booster Gold is, you know, you notice his crimes are relatively petty. His betting, sure. betting on sports, insider betting, and, you know... Stealing from a museum, maybe that's not that petty, but you know, you know, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't like he killed somebody, so no, not really a super villain. Uh, definitely a good comic. What would you, what would, what would score you think you'd give it? I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. Uh, probably, uh, uh, you know, the cover, the cover is just the cover, but uh, I think overall I'd give it like an eight five. I think I'd give it an eight. You know, the cover, yes. the cover pulls away from it, and you know, it's it's a real entertaining story. It's not like gonna. Uh, Light up the skies. This series gets better as it goes along, as I remember. It doesn't really come out of the box, so super strong. Yeah. But that'll about wrap it up for Booster Gold number one. I hope everyone mm-hmm. enjoyed it and our new segment. Uh, if you want to uh, follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at Reggie Reggie. I'm at Ace Comics. And uh, I'm going to tell you now, and I'll tell you next week too. Make sure you read Chris's personal blog. Chris is on infiniteearths.blogspot.com where you can. Find a review for this very issue, and uh, probably yeah. probably learn a lot more instead of have two guys just chuckle chuckle bucking about it. And you can see a picture of me with Dan Jurgens. That's right. You can actually see. A, I, I totally forgot about that. This is your chance <laughs> to see Chris, the living Chris. So uh, hope everyone enjoyed it. If uh, write in, let us know how much we suck or you love us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Got anything else there, Chris? Uh, I didn't know if we wanted to say uh, if anybody had any suggestions. That's for right. uh, future uh, visits. Definitely suggestions, comments, everything. You know, if you uh, want us to read old DC comics, you just name the comic and we will either have it or try to get it. Absolutely. So uh, until next week, keep it very weird and uh, have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.